Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. And as we all know right now, the situation is fluid with coronavirus, COVID-19. And on that note, at 1.15 or later, depending on when it gets started, we will take you to Jason Kenney's press conference. Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT technology and software. I will tell you, talking to Hugh Porter at Digitex, talking to Uncle Milt at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, uh, and talking to Trent Brown from James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When I accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. The message this is the same from all of our clients, and that's stay safe, wash your hands, stay home, all those sort of things. All right, uh, again, you can... Uh Text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors has been providing winning results for over 35 years. Uh, we are going to head off to a River Cree Resort Casino hotline where we're joined by Sportsnet's Mark Spector. For our friends in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry, contributing $312 million in economic impact annually. Again, at one fifteen, uh, or once it gets started, we'll take you to the premier of the province, Jason Kenney's uh, media availability. Let's bring in Sportsnet spec Mark Spector. Hi, Mark. How are you? Getting bumped by Jason Kenny. That's the first. <laughs> Who's got more Twitter followers, you or him? Oh, I think people want to hear what he has to say these days more than me, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hundred <laughs> percent. So we'll go there at one fifteen. So we got about eight minutes. Uh, we're going to make a count here. I'm going to put you on the spot. You knew it was coming. I asked John Shannon to, uh, to open last segments. Uh, what? percentage possibility uh, would we have that we would have a Stanley Cup playoffs and a Stanley Cup champion and John went with 75% which I think has surprised a lot of our listeners Uh, now John has his league sources I think there's a desire there from the league but we have you know again the situation's ongoing it's fluid and right now the recommendation from the CDC is no gatherings of 50 or more people for basically the next two months so what say you Mr. Spector on the same question what percentage of a chance do you believe uh, that we will be awarding the Stanley Cup champion this year well my gut says a lot closer to 25 percent Bob uh, if the question was how badly does the NHL want to do it well it's 100 percent but the question is, will they be able to do it? And uh, there's, a, there's a million factors here. The most important one is whether the governments, the various governments, will allow in every state that has hosts a hockey team, will allow them to gather. And you can't, you know, if the number is going to be 10 or 50 even, you can't put a game on with no fans and less than 50 people. So I don't like the chances, Bob. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and we brought, we discussed a bit sort of the, the Olympics and 
uh, kind of when that gets started, and that's going to be you know late late July into uh, the first week of August. And as it stands right now, they've already canceled the Euro, which is a, the second largest uh, world soccer competition on the planet. Um, I, I wouldn't want to upset Derek Van Deest here too, but uh, the South American Championships, I believe, have been pushed back as well, Spec, uh, for yeah. a year, uh, and that would run it up into. And now the World Cup is actually going to be a little bit later. Is it later or sooner than normal? Because I think they're going to play it in the winter in uh, Qatar, of all places. Anyhow, I digress here. Uh, so the how Olympics- do they train? Like, how do they train? Right. The question becomes, right. say, for the coming Olympics, you can't have Olympics where people can't train. You know, the Olympics, is, yes. there's a regimented training method in every different sport in the Olympics where everybody kind of tapers heading into the Olympics. So... If you can't train, I don't know how you have an Olympics. And, and in a more, you know, focused view, hockey's the same thing. Uh, Mike Trakos had a piece today with a, a very well-known skating coach uh, in Toronto who counts Connor McDavid among his clients. And uh, you know, these guys can't go too long here without skating, right? Uh, or they're starting all over again, right? So, I mean, Mark, if we could shut down for six more weeks here. And then they can hit the ice, you know, basically May 1st, and we're up and running with the playoffs May 15th. That's the only way that it would feel, and a lot of things have to happen right in order for that to occur here. My point with the Olympics is you don't want to buffer or run up against that. It's interesting. John Shannon said he thinks the league would want it done by June 30th, even if it didn't get started till May 15th. I Boy. Really? Yeah, but I, I found that uh, we can pass along. Again, we'll, we'll hook you up here with Jason Kenny momentarily. Uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League has just announced that they are they've canceled the remainder of their regular season. So they have not given up hopes of having a playoff champion either yet. Because, I mean, I'm just looking at this thinking, obviously in the NBA, John, and the NHL, and given the fact that we know the NBA, and we've gotten a lot more information, frankly, I think, out of the NBA in a lot of regards. Uh, the fact that it's known out there that, the, you know, they're, they're saying, well, what about the possibility of, you know, uh, venue locations in August, as an example, that there's a desire for them to... I mean, both leagues want to continue playing, and money is a big factor and it could also be a factor moving forward for the players, couldn't it, given that how the salary cap works? Well, and here's the goofy thing. The players are going to get paid out here. They're going to get their last two paychecks, and they'll be done collecting any paychecks. So one might say, why do the players want to play all summer long? They've been paid already, but uh, it will have a huge effect on hockey-related revenues if there's no playoffs, and the players will end up having to give money back you know, that's why they have escrow for those that don't know. It's just right. in case, just in case the league doesn't collect as much money as they thought. They got a bunch of players' money uh, that they could draw from. Generally speaking, they give back. You know, a, a accepted amount of that players' money goes to the player at the end of the season. But in this case, they'd actually, if they didn't have the playoffs, I suggest to you, Bob, they wouldn't have enough escrow put away, and they would literally be drawing off of next year's checks. And if this was your last NHL season, you may need to write Gary Bettman a check, (laughs) which would be pretty weird. So it's always all about the money in pro sports. We all get that. All about the money. We know that. But there's got to be some common sense here. We're not playing hockey, hockey into August. You know, hockey suffers when the weather turns warm, Bob. It becomes a very regional sport, right? Yes. You know, our playoffs in hockey aren't like the Super Bowl where people get more excited with each week. Frankly, in hockey, when the Oilers fall out of the playoffs, people discover the golf course in their backyard and their lake cabin. 
and it becomes a little bit regional. So I don't see how you start playoffs in the summer months and expect to have any interest at all. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I, I think, like John said it, who said that you have to win 16 games to win the Stanley Cup? Like, you know what? Uh, John, I, at this stage, spec, I'd be happy if they got started May 15th with playoffs and we went six weeks. And then we had a fairly normal uh, summer off season, and we're back up, fired up, full time again in October. No, well, maybe you know, maybe and that I, is the absolute I, at this stage of the game, almost the 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 best case scenario. And frankly, you know, many experts would say, uh, health ex- experts would say, not the least uh, bit probable or likely. Yeah, it's it's pretty unrealistic. We're going to be actually playing hockey in in May, and and you know, I said this last week, Bob. Whatever they do. I, I don't want to see a Stanley Cup one with 10 victories or 11 victories or something like that. Like, the deal with the Stanley really? Cup is you win it. No. The deal with the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup's the hardest one to win. We always say that in hockey, and we're right. Right? We're right. It is the hardest one to win. The hockey is a special thing. The Mark, Cup I, I'll tell you right now, if they, had, if they had four rounds of best of five, and the and the Oilers won 12 games. I and the won the cup. I take that all day, and I think most Oilers fans would as well. I guess so. Right. And the rest of the league would say you're an ink eh. stain. You're an ink stain wretch. That's what you it's are. Stained. It's it's. Uh, I'm not. I, I get it. If we have to carve up, you know, make one round shorter at the start or something like that. Maybe it doesn't have to be 16 wins. Maybe it's 13. But geez, you start getting less than that, Bob. And what are you really doing here? What, what All are, right, what sorry. Are you are, you're saying you know you won an Olympic gold medal game. But it's not the same because you didn't fight and, and beat that country four or three no. other times. It's, that's a bad. That's a bad analogy. The Olympics aren't the Stanley Cup playoffs. Everyone goes to the Olympics knowing it ends in a one-game series. That's how it works. All right. Hey, right. Spec, uh, how much time we got here, Brendan? You want to extend this another? Well, we don't know yet. I see no movement from the feed from the legislature, so let's keep rolling. <laughs> let's keep rolling. Um, what else can we – so what have you – talked about uh, – actually, an interesting conversation this morning, Bobby. I'm just working on a piece on the Benning family. Uh, which you would appreciate. Of course, Brandon does uh, all the Sherwood Park Crusader games where Michael played. By the way, and Mark, you're getting texts coming in. The real reason why Spec wants things, uh, Spec wants to be able to take all of July and August off. That's why he's got no. <laughs> so they're, they're saying you don't want to work out there, Mark. Is that I'll true? I'll work. I'll work. I, I guess you'll work. All right. You're talking about the Bennings. Yeah, I thought that they're a very interesting family. We all know the Benning family. and I mean, they've got hockey in their DNA in that family. And, uh, you know, obviously Matt, uh, when the order said his season cut short, and Michael was, uh, you know, poor Sherwood Park Crusaders. We talked about them last week. they yep. having the best season in the history of their club. Yep. And they got cut short. And Abby, who plays for uh, the beloved U of A Pandas, a fifth-year player, they went all the way to Charlottetown, Prince Edward Island, to the National. I know. And they got there, and they got canceled. Number she played worst. her last games in the Canada West final ball. After five years as a panda, she didn't even know they were her last games. I know. It just sucks. That's it's, terrible. And you know what? It all pales in comparison to what other generations... Like, you know what? It's 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 an interesting story from a human interest and all those other things. And your heart goes out to those kids at that, that... You know, I saw Brock Daviduk from the Bears volleyball team. You know, they were going to... They went in four, but they were really the number two ranked team. Same thing, you know, for those guys. You know, this is it, right? You're done your fifth year of eligibility. Your heart goes out to them. But Mark... Yeah. You know, we gotta. It's it's it is what it is. The situation is what it is, right? And there's there's been wor- past generations have dealt with worse than this, as you know. Oh, of course, 
right? No as, question about it. Like no you're gonna, what, it. what are you gonna do today? You're gonna stay. You're gonna maybe read a book. You're you're gonna, you know, understand advanced analytics a little bit better so you can communicate with the younger generation of. Uh, I'm pounding out a copy right now, Bobby. I'm gonna have a story up right away on .ca. And I have another one. Yeah, I had one yesterday. I'm going to have another one tomorrow, baby. There is no rest for the local hockey writer. Just not yet, anyway. <laughs> well, you are a wicked man, and you deserve it. Hey, Mark, uh, you know what? We're going to cut this one short, but we'll uh, work on uh, getting you maybe on Friday, okay? All right. Sounds good, Bobby. Take hey, care. That's Mark Spector. Mark's experiences uh, brought to you in part by the Horses and a Horse Race in Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Uh, again, cars cost less than with task when you can go out and see Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny. Uh, they're a little bit, uh, you know, there's, there's some people working in the shop out of Brent Ridge Ford. They can look after you. They're a nine-time President's Diamond Award winner, but they want you to take care of yourself first out at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. Reach them, one 877 or visit brentridge.com. The best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Brendan, you just gonna give me the thumbs up, or are we doing a stretch, or what do you want me to do here? Well, well. Uh, what channel is it on, so I can at least uh, <laughs> uh, the Legislative Alberta Assembly of Alberta. That's the channel you're looking at uh, any minute now. But uh, maybe we throw a break here, and sure. if we got to burst back into coverage, we will. All right, uh, this is Oilers now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chad. Well, we thought we were going to a media availability with the Premier Jason Kenney at uh, 1.15. Once it gets started, 6.30, Chad will throw you to that presser. Bob Stauffer with you. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Japanese Village with steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Edmonton South, downtown Northside, Sherwood Park, now open in West Edmonton Mall. A reminder, you can always uh, purchase gift cards to help support people in the uh, restaurant and bar business, many of whom are shutting down as we speak and going through some difficult uh, challenges. Wow. Interesting times. Like, do you, I, See, I can't cook, Brendan, so in our household, like we, we do tend to eat out a fair amount. And... Uh, so we're having to change some some habits as well. That's right. I'm a 50 year old man that can't cook. What I, it, what I believe it, that's a generational thing. I've been on my own since I was 20, so I've had to figure it out on the way. Hey, I've been on my own too. I just didn't cook. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you end up gaining 50 pounds over the span of uh, the last 35 years. You know, from the halcyon days of yore. So 50 pounds at 35 years, though, is that that's not par for the course? Or well, I don't know how much of it is food, and I don't know how much of it's booze, <laughs> just for the record. Now, no, my wife enough. is a great cook, just just to establish. She's a great, but we actually had this conversation when we first started dating. Just so you know, I, I don't cook, so, you know, we're going to spend a certain amount of disposable income uh, going out to various establishments at least four times a week. I love, I love eating out. Like, it's... <laughs> It's just good. You know, like, it's just here's, better. Brendan, here's the thing. Like, you know what? Like, 
I'm, I'm privileged to do what I do. I travel all season long, right? So when we're like, we had three five-day road trips in the final 21 days before we got, or 22 days before we got shut down or something like that. So my wife works full-time too. She, you know, she works for a very progressive uh, company, very progressive, that already allows employees to do what's currently taking place, okay? So they have a very strong work-life balance. Uh, she works for a major financial institution. And, uh, but I don't want her to have to, I mean, she's got the kids by herself for, you know, all those, you know, I'm on the, normally in a season, I'm gone roughly 100 to 110 days. So my feeling is let's go out when we're back in town, at least, at least every second night. The only concern was my son started to develop a bit of a broadcaster's body a couple of years ago. That was my fault. So, uh, we, uh, he's, he's, uh, He's also at that age where now he's 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 looking he's he's looking the part now right where he's got it going on and he's but uh, we watched his and it wasn't anything more than just my absolute love of chicken wings and uh, nachos and things like that that are you know it's my it was it was totally and completely my fault the pub food right you developed yeah. that uh, affinity for it back at Barry Tees in the days oh right? Barry, well you know Barry, we didn't well we didn't we drank a lot of Barry Tees I don't recall ever eating that much oh. at Barry Tees <laughs> nobody nobody really ate a lot of Barry Tees just to, just to set the record straight 124 in Edmonton let's bang off a couple texts uh here we go uh, this text comes in. Remind Mr. Spectre, again, horse racing, Alberta, 7,000 men and women. I'd watch hockey all summer if I had to. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this text comes in. Hey, Stoffer, just have a tournament for the Stanley Cup. Uh, Cowtown Bob says, Bob, uh, Mark Spectre is pudding. 25%. Come on, man. You got to be better than that. Uh, here we go. Al in Ottawa says uh, this work uh, regarding a solution. This uh, The regular season, the most games played as of today, whatever that is, all the other teams who played less, they get two points for every game that they're short. So Vancouver short two games uh, in the division. Uh, they get uh, those two games. They get four points. How, well, no, how, how does that work? And that way you end up uh, this season and you move on maybe the first rounds or best of five or semi-final and final and there to the best of seven. So he's saying a best of five for the first couple of rounds and then a semi-final and final or best of sevens. To me, what's what's going to happen here for solutions? Uh, if you're looking for solutions, here you go. For me, points percentage. By the way, Brendan, that's what they're doing in the Quebec Major Junior League. They're doing points percentage to keep their hopes alive for playoffs. And again, I, I think it's going to be challenging for major junior hockey. Junior A hockey's already shut down. The ECHL's already shut down. And when I mean, they're not shut down. Their seasons are canceled. Um, major junior hockey has not made that delineation yet, nor has the American Hockey League. Um, the simplest thing for me would be points percentage. Tell you exactly what I would do. I'll leave you with this because I think we are going to get to this press conference here at one thirty. So text me if you agree with this. Points percentage for the top three spots in each division and then a playoff for the final two wild card spots, seven versus ten, eight versus nine. So the Oilers would be in because they'd have a top three spot in the Pacific Division. Uh, Edmonton would play Vancouver if we got rolling again, let's say middle of May. And then for the final two wild card spots, you'd extend the playoffs and have an extra round and you'd have a play-in game. 
7 versus 10, the game would be played at the team that's currently 7th. 9 versus 8, the game would be played, and it would be single game elimination would not be a best stuff. Then I would go I would go for the first two rounds of the playoffs I'd go, you know what? For all four rounds, I'd go best of five. That way I, if I could get it in. I'd be happy with that. What do you think, Brendan? Is that fair? Twelve you win twelve you, you win twelve games, you win the Stanley Cup instead of sixteen. I don't mind that. Right. Like, Given the circumstance, I can't see a, uh, necessarily a clearer solution to it. So so, so, so to me, points percentage, right? That's how you decide who gets the top three spots in each division. And then the next four teams in each division, based on points percentage, have an opportunity to play in for the final two spots. Okay? And then first, uh, all four rounds are the same. They're best of five. That's how I would do it. To me, that's the simplest uh, scenario. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, are we gonna we're gonna keep going here until I get started? Is that are we gonna throw it off to a global news weather traffic update? Yeah, let's let's throw it to Eileen right now, and then it looks like okay. this might be scheduled for one thirty at this point. We'll get to it from there. Okay, so here's so uh, you likely won't hear from us again, but we'll head it off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We'll be back at it tomorrow and carrying forward this afternoon. We'll be six thirty Chad's afternoons of Jalen and I. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.